you know, with Coach Sarkeesian, I mean, we've built a great relationship ever since I was being recruited. You know, recruited me out there when um, he was at SC. And then, I mean, when I was coming to Alabama, you know, he, he was still there. He was going to have the OC job, but he ended up taking the Atlanta Falcons job as well. So when I came in my freshman year, it was different. You know, I mean, knowing that I had the relationship with him, you know, just rekindling it. Um, I mean, he's, he's taught not only me, but the quarterbacks a good amount of things um, with how we go about doing our footwork. Um, I mean, to our throwing mechanics, he doesn't really fix too much, but he tries to, I guess, get everything that much crisp, that much better. Um, and then with my family, you know, I mean, the success that I've had last year, um, I mean, it was last year. So just got to continue to work, you know, on focusing on who we can be this year um, as far as the team, and um, we'll go from there. To your left over here on the front row. Tua, obviously, uh, you come in and win a national championship and, uh, as a freshman, and obviously last year didn't quite get uh, to the pinnacle you guys wanted to, but just kind of talk about, uh, you know, the machine that is Alabama football, having time to just kind of step back and, and look at this fan base and the people that, you know, embrace you guys as much as they do. You see the people downstairs, what it's like being just a member of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Do you have time to kind of step back and just to kind of embrace what it's like to be a member of the Crimson Tide? Um, no, you, I, I mean, I'd say I, I don't have that opportunity too much to, to see a lot of, you know, the fans and the things that they do, you know, but um, I guess with the Walker Champions, that's really the only time we have the opportunity to see a lot of the fans, you know, and then there's a lot at the game. Um, I mean, we have a lot of supporters, you know, but coming off that loss from Clemson, you know, and then, you know, earlier my freshman year, we won the national championship. Um, I think they were both good. I know that sounds weird, you know, to, to lose, but um, when you win, it's, it's, it's a great feeling, you know, but then when you lose, it isn't a great feeling. And I think it was good that we lost um, because what can you learn if you keep winning? You can't learn as much. You know, and so being that we lost, I think it was a good experience for our in team entirely because a lot of us have come back, you know, and um, it's something that you don't take for granted now. You know, um, winning isn't something that you should take for granted, you know, um, and just how we go about doing things now um, and where we're going with this, you know, is, is, is how we take ownership over our team as far as the leaders on the team, so. Second row here in the middle. Well, we 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 didn't as players address that, you know, to to the team. Um, it was more so Coach Saban addressing it to the team um, that it was a lack of leadership. You know, and um, I mean, for a lot of us, you know, on the team, we knew that a lot of the teams that were successful in the past had guys that took on leadership roles and had teams that have took ownership, you know, of the team, you know, had guys that took ownership of the team. And those are the successful years that, I mean, Alabama football had, you know, under Coach Nick Saban. Um, so we understand that we got to we got to do the same if we want to be successful this upcoming season. To your left over here, second row. To uh, Bailey Morris, WEAC. Um, we all know that your brother is now on campus with you. How is the dynamic between you two, not only being brothers, but now being teammates? 
I mean, it's fun, you know, um, but we kind of came to this thing where, you know, on the field, it's business. You know, he got to work. I got to work. Everyone's working for a job um, and everyone's working for a spot. Um, but I mean, off the field, you know, that's my brother. That's someone I got to take care of. I got to love on him. If he needs anything, I'm going to be there for him. So um, it's kind of like there's a switch that goes on on the field and then there's a switch that goes off off. In the middle right here, Cameron Bang. To uh, your your reception here at Hoover is about as big as I've seen for any player coming through here for media days. What do you have to say about all the fanfare surrounding Tua coming to uh, SEC media days? Well, I mean, it's it's awesome, you know. But I mean, their support wouldn't wouldn't be possible without the guys that I'm surrounded with, you know. That's the only reason it's possible for me to be sitting up here before you guys and, you know, getting the love and support that I have from all of them is because of the O-line that I have, you know, them guys blocking up front, the running game, opening up the passing game for us, and then the receivers that are able to make plays for me. So um, the love and support, you know, for me wouldn't be possible without the guys that I'm surrounded with. So it's my teammates, really. Again, Cameron Banks, second row, please, right there. Shots now, out of the network. You got a tough problem all the receivers to throw to. But who's your favorite receiver to throw to? You're going to give me trouble, bro. <laughs> so there's, there's really not a favorite receiver, you know. But the thing I do like about our receiver core is um, they don't really care about themselves. They're, they're not all selfish, like, you know, you, as people would think, you know, oh, I want the ball. You know, I want the ball. You got to give me the ball so I can win this award or whatnot. I mean, these guys are are all selfless. You know, um, if one thing I can tell you, you know, they're they're guys that will run many brotherhoods routes as they can. A brotherhood route is a route that they know they're not going to get the ball, but they'll run it just to get someone else open. You know, and I think that's that's been the key to their success, and that's been the key to our success offensively. Middle section, second row. Yeah, Tua, what have y'all done or worked on this offseason to make sure that you can stay healthy or on the field as much as you can next season? Well, getting into the training room as much as possible is, you know, what I've been doing. Whether I feel, you know, the need to do it or I don't. I mean, I've been getting into the training room more than more than I think I, I could ever imagine. And I'm not even hurt. So the times that I, w I was hurt, I mean, I was in there a lot. I'm in there more, so. <laughs> to your left, front row. Tua, I wonder if you could tell me what it's like playing for Coach Saban and what you consider the most important thing he's ever taught you. Well, what it's like playing for Coach Saban. I mean, Coach Saban is someone who's really hard on you, you know. Um, I mean, not too many people like that, you know. Um, but I think you need someone like that in pretty much every organization to to set the standard straight, set everyone straight, get everything the way it needs to be rolled. Um, and I think the the biggest thing that I mean I could learn from Coach Saban is I guess the discipline because you see how much discipline he has with everything. And there was a saying that uh, he he had as well, um, something about like you're either gonna suffer the pain of Discipline or, or I don't know, something. Y'all can go rewind, whatever. <laughs> go, go search that up for me. So something like that. Front row on your right, please. So when you look across <clears throat> the league, there's a lot of experienced quarterbacks in the SEC, a lot of returners. So 
I guess, what do you expect this season from the, the level of competition across the field? And, I mean, is that going to be a, an extra motivator this year? Well, I mean, you're playing in the SEC, so I'm not really playing against the quarterbacks. I'm playing against their defense, you know. I mean, the SEC is a tough place to play in. I think it, it is the toughest conference to play in, you know. And, I mean, you just got to bring your A game every single week, you know, and you got to be consistent with it every single week when you play in this league. So. To your left on the third row, Steve Schneider, WAP Baton Rouge. Coach Saban's uh, representative for defense today is Dylan, who's been on the cover of magazines since he was in the eighth grade. Mm -hmm. In terms of maturity, leadership, what kind of football player is he for your team? What kind of guy is he? And since he's from Baton Rouge, uh, maybe talk about the LSU rivalry and the fact that it's no longer the primetime game. Maybe your dominance has had something to do with that. <laughs> Um, I mean, we look at every game the same. You know, we take every game the same um, as if it's going to be our last game. Every game is a big game for us. Um, doesn't matter what team we're playing, you know. And then for Dylan, I mean, Dylan came in um, his freshman year with us early as an early enrollee. He, he's not someone who talks a lot. You know, Dylan, Dylan is quiet, but when he goes out there, I mean, you know, his, his playing does all the talking. You know, his playing is real loud. And um, I'm... I'm kind of proud of him you know this upcoming season taking on the leadership role um where he ends up you know being more vocal but aside from that it's it's who he is you know off the field is how he builds relationship with these guys you know on our team um I think he earns a lot of respect building the relationships he has with these guys um and a lot of guys respect him for doing that too the camera ranks second row please well, I think for our team, I wouldn't say it was um, a loss that we were good about. Um, it wasn't, I mean, any loss, you know, it, it, it never feels good. But, um, you know, it's just something that we can learn from, you know, because if you keep winning, you can't, you can't really learn anything if you keep winning. Um, you know, but with, with Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I think he's done a tremendous job throughout his entire season last year. And, I mean, that was only his freshman year. So, I mean, what he's going to do this upcoming year, you know, I hope we have the opportunity to meet up with them, um, you know, probably again for a national championship or hopefully a playoff run. So. Uh, to the right front row, please. Hey, um, to what do you remember about Dan Warner and the season he was with you guys as, as an analyst and just kind of maybe what you took away from him, whether in the meeting room or on the practice field? Um, well, Dan, Dan was always there. I mean, he's, he's more, more of the fun guy. I know it's kind of hard to, to say cause, cause of, you know, how old Dan is, but I mean, he's, 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 he's more of the fun guy in our meeting rooms. I mean, he just make jokes, you know, when things are serious and I mean, it'd be funny. So we have time for two questions over here to your left. Two of your wideouts are obviously very talented, but it seems like they've separated themselves in the locker room as leaders. What have you taken from their leadership that maybe you can implement as a signal caller? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Um, I mean, because you have you have guys like that who can make an impact on just about any person, you know, on the team. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, having guys like that is it just makes things easier for you as a quarterback. And it's 
it's pretty pretty fun, you know. It's pretty fun having guys like that that you can throw throw a two yard route. You can throw a route like that's not even a route. I don't know. And you know they'll make something happen out of it. So it's awesome. Final question, second row in the pink outfit. Go ahead. Yeah. take that as a compliment. <laughs> I think uh, the biggest difference with us, though, uh, would probably be the personality. Like, Coach Saban's personality is different. Um, I mean, I, if, if, if we kind of talk similar, I'd, I'd be happy. That, that That's pretty good, because I watch his thing sometimes. He sounds pretty good now. You know what you're talking about, so it's pretty good. I don't know. Other than that, I mean, I hope I talk as good as him on, on TV. 